Paying attention to the smallest things that we say and do can have the biggest impact on our lives. I'm Sue Norton Marsh, a psychotherapist and coach, on a mission to share tools and techniques you can use every day and become your own expert coach. Episode 5. Are you communicating by ruminating? I'm going out at the weekend with some friends. It's great because I haven't seen them for a while. And to be honest, I've been feeling in a low mood and a bit anxious and stressed recently. Catching up with people will be just what I need as it's good to talk. Stop right there. Before you do this, you need to make sure that your much-anticipated get-together doesn't end up making you feel worse. In essence, you need to ask yourself these three questions. Who are you going to be talking to? And are they in a good state of mind? What are you going to be talking about? This means the range of topics you might naturally be exploring together. And most importantly, are you going to be communicating or ruminating? I know, I know, you might be thinking, heck Sue, I don't know, I'm meeting up with my friends, not planning a public relations conference. I thought this podcast was about calming me down. Now I'm all stressed out, for goodness sake. It's okay. But if you want to change negative thinking in the long term, you're prepared to do some work in the short term, right? And breaking negative thinking to create new long-term life-changing habits does take work. So, assuming you want this, and I know that you do, otherwise, why else are you listening? Then I'll continue. Okay, so the last question to ask yourself is the most important. Are you going to be communicating or ruminating? Well, if I knew what ruminating was, Sue, I might be able to tell you. Rumination is the act of repeatedly mulling over events that took place, as well as those that have yet to happen, and the things that were said or not said. Ah, I see. Mm, right. Good, I think. Sometimes this process can be helpful. Talking with a friend, partner or family member about our problems can feel really good. It can make us feel supported and bring us closer together, especially when coupled with thinking things through, weighing our options and figuring out new creative solutions. But without taking action, it can also make us feel stuck and less inclined to actually do anything constructive about a situation and our associated distress. And it can even trick us into believing that we are doing something productive. The deeper we are in a cycle of rumination, the harder it can be to recognise that it's happening and to dig our way out. And in the long run, it can hold us back from moving forward and actually lead to symptoms of anxiety and depression. Okay, I think I might be guilty of this, Sue. So what do I need to do? Firstly, we need to learn how to spot rumination. Number one, know the signs. Learn to recognise the difference between sharing and ruminating. Disclosing your thoughts, feelings and experiences is an important way to build closeness and trust. But if you find yourself talking about the same experiences over and over again, 
particularly those that involve difficult emotions like anger, sadness or envy, it can help to ask yourself the following questions to see if you're caught in a cycle of rumination. Is this a new problem? Have I or we spoken about this before? Am I speculating about things that have yet to happen? Point two, learn your patterns. It helps to become mindful about your patterns, as well as those that tend to develop within friendships. We each have our own sensitivities, vulnerabilities and strengths. Certain topics are likely to get us going and specific people may just be easier to open up to. Take a closer look at your behaviour and learn your own triggers. This can help you stop rumination when it starts to unfold. Point three, and the most important point, switch to proactive problem solving. Ask yourself if there is something you can do to change or improve the situation right now. Can you actually do something to resolve the problem in some small way? In these cases, it can be helpful to reflect on what you would like to do differently in the future to prevent similar situations from happening. This will help you to cope with them when they do arise. Now, don't judge when you do this. Just notice and then decide on one thing you are going to do when you next have an interaction with someone. It might be to choose to talk about something else, a new interest or something you have learned, but just make a start. So now that you have these top three points to help you start the practice, don't judge yourself. Just notice what you are doing and then decide on the thing that you are going to do when you next have an interaction with someone. Join me in the next episode where I will be talking in more depth about the importance of serotonin to our well-being and the range of things you can do to increase it naturally. In the meantime, don't forget to notice what works.